The following episode of FOFOP is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space travel. The father of the barn and the holy toast. Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson. Uh, our guest, Charlie Number One. Hello, Dave Anthony yes. is here. I like the title. Happy Dave. I would like to, at some point, be on a television show, and as opposed to like being from whatever television show, it just right. says guest Charlie Number One underneath. I just like to think that you, yeah, okay, well, like yeah, mm-hmm. but that that implies that you're on something like Piers Morgan. Like you're being <laughs> something's gone terribly that's fine. wrong. Well, and that's fine, but at least some. You're a at least that, that part of my dream is coming true. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, you should start introducing, like, at clubs when they ask for your credits. <laughs> so, look. I wonder... I've been in a lot of things, because you just introduced me as guest Charlie number if one. If I go down, if I ever do shows in Australia, yep. which hopefully I do at some yes. point, that's what I'm going to do. Guest Charlie number guest one. Guest Charlie number one. That'll be your biggest Australian credit. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever do the gala, that's all I'll have them bring me out. As guest Charlie number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would be your, if you were ever on Piers Morgan, like, you know, you know, so like the Larry King, the new Larry King, so like they've invited you on as some sort of, I, I'm imagining you've come on as some sort of conspiracy nut expert on some topic, you know, like they've got you in as the special expert, the special guy who has this theory about, you know, something that's going on that no one else, you know, knows about. What yeah. What is that? God, I don't know. What's your passion? What's your nutbag theory? What's your nutbag conspiracy that you believe in? Well, the only big conspiracy... I get there is at least one. The only big conspiracy conspiracy Here I believe is. in is, Here it is that the NBA is fixed. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. We didn't have to look far. Dave came in, took off his tinfoil hat. You know, here's some conspiracies about. But that was real. I mean, I wouldn't really call it. What conspiracy. do you mean? What do you mean? No, that's what. Well, that's why you've been invited on because you believe it is real. Okay. It's NBA finals time. No, that listen, they need a uh, I, I expert have... to come on and talk about the NBA being fixed. Okay. So, I used to work at Staples Center when right. I first came to LA for a, a year. I worked in the suites. Right. That's and where the Lakers play. Yes. And it was the first sponsored year, by Staples, the, which is a, like a, an office works, like a right. stationery company. They paid two hundred million dollars to put their name on the stadium. Yes, which is almost the cost of a stadium. Yeah, because <laughs> people are like, you know what? Yeah, it really inspires me to buy Staples. Yeah, basketball. If you're if you're in a plane and you're flying into LA and you fly over downtown, you can look down and see a giant Staples sign. Staples. And you go, oh, shit! I gotta Shit. get I gotta get Staples. That's when I get right. To, I'm gonna get printing. I'm gonna head over to Office Max and buy some Staples. <laughs> <laughs> So I was working there, and uh, they have gone also. Just for the record, like there's a, the Australian Staples yeah. is a place called Office Works, right? And it's that not, makes it's sense. Not, it's not. A, they don't have Staples there. They don't have Staples there. Huh. Uh, the big like stationery company, the big yeah. sort of franchise is called Office Works. Yeah, and uh, it is our Staples. Right. But Office Works is a name that encompasses all things to the office. Staples went early with their name. Because staples have become less and less relevant, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, no one's really going, fuck, you know what I really need? My first port of coil. Yeah, like, at, you know, at supermarkets. Right. They always sell cheap bread, cheap 
uh, milk. Yes. Because people are going for bread and milk all the time. Yeah. But it's not like people, like you buy one box of staples, there's 500 you're, of them in you're there. You're good for a long, You've done long for time. Years. <laughs> years. Years. Especially with the internet now. I mean, well, who's stapling? I just get the staples that come with the stapler, <laughs> you know? And that'll do me until I buy a new stapler. But you know when you use a lot of staples? When you have a four-year-old. Right. Why? Because they just grab it and start stapling. Oh, okay. And you're like, oh, yeah, go ahead, staple. I don't, I don't care. Right. Yeah. Those, that's probably, I would say, the number one staple purchaser right. in the world. Parents. Parents. Yeah. People yeah. who work in actual offices. No. They probably buy them bulk, not from staples. Yeah. And they get staples now and they go, well, I don't know what this is. What, what is, is this? this? What is What do you want me to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. So, tell us about the NBA being fixed then. What's this theory? Okay. So, I work there and I work in the suites. So, I'm serving food to rich people. Yeah. Right. And it is game... So it's the series before the finals. And the Lakers are playing the Portland Trailblazers to see who goes on to face whatever team in the finals. Yes. So we have the same food company that does the food in Portland, right? It's the exact same company. Right. So (laughs) I... This, this already there. feels like a shitty Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon is a caterer <laughs> who discovers the secrets behind I the NBA. I know the truth. <laughs> so it's it's the game. <clears throat> so the ne- so it's I think it's game five, and then the next game goes to Portland, and the next game comes back to LA. Yeah. So it's before the game, and the guy who takes all the food orders for the sweets comes down and goes. David Stern's office just called me. Yeah. He's the president of the NBA. NBA. And he goes, he told me to order food for the finals right. and book meeting rooms so he can have meetings. Yes. So he's setting up meetings with people and catering those. Right. And I go, ah, I go, that's no big deal. He goes, no, we're not allowed to take orders before the before the, a game is in place. We can't actually take an order right. until it's the tickets are, tickets are printed. And he goes, I told them that. And they said, just take the order. And he was like, I can't take the order. And they were like, just take the order and set it up. And he was like, I, okay, I'll, you know, fax them over. And I go, why don't you call Portland? Right. Because maybe see, they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't they naturally be doing it in Portland since Portland is well, ahead in this series right now, three to two? In both wouldn't... of those things, you would just go, you could understand if they need to book venues and like, you know, meeting rooms and stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. They just need to make sure whatever team wins, yeah, yeah we have meeting rooms available. Right. Right? Makes sense. Makes complete sense. They're doing sense. it in LA and in Portland. Yes. Right. So then they call it Portland and Portland's like, no, they're, they're not, not doing, doing that here. What are you talking right. about? What? What? Maybe they just, like, there's less demand for meeting rooms in Portland. Maybe. Maybe, maybe yeah, they oh, need to book yeah. them in advance. Okay, true. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe in LA, you just have to book things further in advance. <laughs> so, so the... So I was like, well, that's weird. So, that you know, Portland's weird. up three to two and right. they're taking orders like the finals are going to be in LA. Right. I tell a guy that story. That's weird, but it's not <clears throat> enough not evidence to like, no, but you know, I'm not think done. that the NBA is fixed. Right. If this is your only bit of evidence, you're not getting two segments on this show. That's what I'm saying. So the- <laughs> Pierce, just hear me out. Right. I'm not done okay. yet. All right. Good. So then I tell us... We're with Dave Anthony, uh, <laughs> NBA <show> number one, <laughs> and NBA <laughs> critic. <laughs> Conspiracy <laughs> theory yeah. critic. So, I mean, you know about the ref that got caught, right? Got caught doing what? So there was a ref like... I want to say like six or seven years ago, who got caught fixing games. Right. And he. For like betting? Yeah, he was like caught up with uh, the mafia. He had, he had been gambling and then they had their hooks into him. And so he just had to keep throwing games. So right. he threw a bunch of games right. and he got convicted of it. And everyone acted like, oh, yeah, that was just that guy. Rogue guy. That was just, just that a rogue guy. Operative. That's so weird. One guy went crazy. Yeah. Right. 
So it, it's easily This done. is what happens in conspiracy theories. Yeah, right. One rogue guy. I'm putting it all together. He was working by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the A and NBA stands for Al-Qaeda? You know that, right? <laughs> so I'm talking to a guy who is a manager in LA, yeah. and he was at, his one of his clients was dating a guy on the Clippers, and he's having dinner with all the Clippers. Right. Something and they're talking about the fix. They keep, who, who's the fix for this year? Who do you think? It, and they're they're literally arguing about who the game is fixed for that right. year to win the championship. Right. And I'm like, they're, okay, they're, that's they're not just saying that because I and I follow the Clippers, so I mm-hmm. can say this, you know, because uh, they're terrible. They're not just saying that because they're terrible and they've never won, right? They're not they, just saying no, well, they, they they were never going to win at this point. Yeah. They were they were like the worst team in the NBA ever. Right. It's where so, it's maybe where they, knees maybe went they, to blow up. Maybe they're just t- telling each other that all the games are fixed against them. Maybe. <laughs> We were actually very, very good, but all the games are fixed. Were they confusing the NBA with the Harlem Globetrotters? It could have been easily, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they did play a lot of games against the Globetrotters. And they lost every single one. one. Every Every one. So then... um, It's like, they've got a trampoline on the court. This is, Is this ref overlooking this? He's on the take. This is a conspiracy. Why did they hide that ball behind that girl? Right. I don't understand what's happening. There's two balls on the court. This is not. This, <laughs> this is not. You can't count both of those That is baskets. against the rules. That is against the rules. Um, so, then I'm in a suite in the seventh game of that series. Right. And I'm taking care of this suite. And I go in there. I go, do you guys want anything to order? And they're like, no, we don't have any money. We're Someone gave us this suite. It was like a thank you. We're college refs. Oh. So, they're they're... They're big college referees. They've that's what they do. Right. They professional referees. And then they're laughing about how the game is fixed. The NBA is fixed. They're laughing. As they're well, la- they're like. talking about it. And I'm like, what? Well, I start. You think I start that these talking. People would keep these things a secret. They but seem you know to be laughing about the fix being in at a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, but these guys aren't a part of it. Right. Uh, but they guys, know about the fix as well. Well, they, because everybody referees. knows about the fix. If you watch the game and look for it, oh, you right, go, like, "Oh, this is a ridiculous you can game." See. You can if you if you right. specifically look for it, you you stop watching the game because right. you're like, "This is ridiculous." So they basically told me exactly. They're like, "Well, here's how I do it," right. and they tell me exactly how they would fix the game because each player has like, when he's on the court, plus twelve, like they're twelve points ahead of the other team. When that guy's right. not on the court, it's a minus eight. It's that stuff like that. Yeah, of course. So they explained to me how they would fix the game and how they would do it specifically in the fourth quarter. And then I watched that happen almost to the minute. Take that player off here, do this, give that guy four fouls, do that, do that. And then I would just watch the game completely fixed and I, and I never watched the game the same way again. Are you getting basketball confused with professional wrestling? Yeah, where they pick up the guy and they throw him down? <laughs> yeah, because they, they, the guy who yeah. did the jump, the yeah. split jump off the right. ropes... <laughs> I was like, well, that's, there's no way that's real. You know, saying, one of the basketball refs said, what he'll do is he'll get a chainsaw out from under the... <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to hit him with a table. <laughs> that's that's going to happen. <laughs> See those guys setting up that wire behind mm-hmm. the backbone? Well, interesting. I like yeah. it. I like yeah. your theory. Thank you. I think it's crazy, but I best like one. it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, you know, there used to be, and it stopped, but there used to be every three years an article in one of the big papers about how the NBA was fixed. Right. And then it just stopped happening. Then those articles just stopped happening. Right. But but for like for like a while, it was like every three years. Here here's why it's Dave fixed. has those articles uh, pinned on his wall at home. Uh, they're in my in his cup. You know, I, I don't call them wallpaper, but they're like I, I like to look at them. I like to be able to see them all at once and just be able to measure them against each other and just just don't forget. Don't forget! I just imagine at home that wall not only has all those articles, but it's got like pieces of string that you've connected like words and stories. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Ah, all right. Well, that's uh, I like that though. Yeah. That's a good one. Do you watch the NBA? Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. I also, I also, I also. Point, but here's really the thing. Well, boring. here's the thing that I like about the, well, here's the thing that I would say about the NBA, which I think, even if your theory is or isn't true, mm-hmm. um, that I think that the NBA more than any other sports game in the world. Um, is entirely uh, based around the rules are based around the idea of how can we make this game most entertaining. Yes. Not how can we make this game most fair, most gameish. Right. No, it's definitely all about. Like it's literally, if you're a superstar, you know, travel isn't a thing anymore. No, you just get to run. And yeah. Throw. Essentially, you yeah, can just it's, run. You're, it's, yeah. You're yeah. five nine steps, whatever. Yeah. Once, <laughs> once you're an all star, basically, just all bets are off when it comes to travel. Yeah. yeah. And things like that. Like, I mean, if it's a really good dunk. Like if someone really nails a dunk, people yeah. just forget that they found someone. Or yeah, they that, they, that they literally ran through a man yeah. to dunk. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is that sort of game. And a lot of the rules are based around just how do we make this game more entertaining. Yes. So it doesn't surprise me that like it's a competition that, I mean, it, the thing I love about the NBA, which people might not understand is they have a salary cap, but then they have a thing called a luxury tax, which basically just means that you can... Spend as much money as you want on your players. Yeah, there is no cap, actually. There is actually no cap. You just have to pay a fine for how far over the cap you are. So then you just pay more for a guy. So the Lakers are $80 over their cap or whatever. Yeah. And so they have to make an $80 luxury tax. But that doesn't mean it's not really a tax. Right. You just have to pay extra. You just just know when you're paying a guy that you're going to pay him more to to the other teams. And they want the Lakers and those sort of teams to be up the top most of the time. Of course Because they're the glamour teams of the league. So that doesn't... I mean, you know, the... The theory behind it makes sense. They certainly put everything in a situation where, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, do, I but I like it. I like the entertainment of it. I've yeah. spoken to um, people about how it's very American the way the NBA is because in Australia, all those things they do at the games, like the kiss cam and yeah, the people dancing and uh-huh. all those sort of things, like that just. They've, they've tried to put cams into things in Australia. Oh, yeah, they don't do that there, do they? When no. I went to the Australian Rules Football, there was none of that. Do you know why? Because they would have the kiss cam for 30 seconds, and then some Australian would show you his cock. That would, <laughs> that's what would happen. 30 seconds into it. They're like, we've spent $8 billion on this new technology. There'd be one dancing guy, and yeah. then one guy would get his cock out, yeah. and everything would be ruined. Yeah. I'm so surprised I'm, when I'm I go to those games that, that nobody... Gets their cock out. No, I think you're right. I'm always surprised that no one like flips off the camera or does right. anything like that. Everyone's like, in the spirit of it. They all just laugh and wave. The camera goes on and they're just like, God. here it is. That's like their moment of fame, so they don't want to blow it. Right. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, in Australia, people would be like, oh my God, I'm on camera. Yeah. Drop my, my dick. Here's my dick. Here's my <laughs> asshole. Here's my dick and my asshole. Well, you can't show your asshole. That's a whole different ballgame. No, no, no. Different. Oh, people with brown eye. Like that's a big... <laughs> brown eye is a big thing in Australia. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Brown eye, it's like... How is brown eye a big thing? Brown eye, like, you know what? It was just like a, a rite of passage. Like, you what know... You, for, for, like... For anyone. Rite of passage for what? For, like, what age are we talking about? Like, when do you start brown eye? Oh, early. <laughs> early. Prepubescent. You okay. can brown eye prepubescent. <clears throat> really? Like, yeah, brown eye was a big... Um, uh, I, I hate that term, by the way. I'm not sure brown why eye? I keep saying it, but... No, well, it's a... Uh, it, it's... I would describe it as a perfect term. Right. I mean, it really captures what's happening. It does. <laughs> and that's, I think that's why it is the best term. Yeah. But um, these days, like, people are, you know, people are waxing and they're, you know, getting their bits. It wouldn't oh, even yeah. be brown. It'd, no, it'd, it'd, be, it'd be... Natural be, skin colour. Yeah. Or light brown. Uh, nice, acceptable eye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at how pretty and pink no. your asshole is. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly darker than, and wrinklier than my other skin, but not exactly brown eye. <laughs> so, um... 
Yeah, no, as kids on a bus. That's where I reckon I first encountered the brown eye. Uh-huh. Big, like pressed hams. That was the big thing, you know. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. yeah. So anything like ass cheeks against the window yeah, was very that, sort well, of. That, we had that. That's like a big thing. Right. But brown eye is just another level. Well, brown eye, like yeah. But there's the thing, like if you can't, you can't follow an Australian person on Facebook who's been on like a end of university trip or like a round the world gap year or whatever without encountering a like eye? a brown eye near the Eiffel Tower. Or <laughs> You're horrible people. You right. shouldn't be allowed out of your country. Right. You don't go around brown eyeing the world. Yes, we do. Just we're the most travelled people in the world, but also Are the you... most brown eyed. At... <laughs> <laughs> when you when you go through customs, are they like, uh, yes, yeah, sir? Uh, you will you will not be brown eyeing. Yes. Oh no no! You have to actually do your brown eye into that <laughs> eye identification thing they have. They say left eye, brown eye. You're Australian, right? Yeah. Could you just. <laughs> So we can recognize your asshole at, every, at the Sphinx. Is, is every anus that unique? Is it like a snowflake? They're like snowflakes. <laughs> They're like snowflakes. That's so beautiful. Yeah. I'm never going to look at an asshole the same way again. Right, you can't. No. Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. And like fingerprints, you can identify somebody. Oh, by, God. Thank yeah. God. Th- but let's just thank God that, that we have fingerprints because if that was the only way to identify us, right. I think that would be a nightmare. Right. Well, you would want to use the ATM after someone. <laughs> 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 That's Step up and show your asshole, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, so, yeah, no, that's a big thing in Australia. It's a big drop in your dats. Uh, Fascinating. Yeah, there would definitely be one. As soon as we had a kiss cam, someone would definitely it, brown eye. But if I go there, I don't have to brown eye, right? Like, no, 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 visiting, I'm not, people aren't going to expect me to brown eye at some point. Right, but, they, but you'll feel like, if, if you want to fit in... <laughs> Like a lot of people, like will. if it's like an invasion of the body snatcher situation, and I want to, I want to hide within the Australian community and act like I am just an Australian. I had to brown eye once in a while. If you were, say, for example, in the movie Warm Bodies, uh-huh. and uh, you were having to pretend that you're a zombie, sure, and you had forgotten that they'd done the exact same scene in Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> and were doing it anyway. I don't know if I forgot as much as I just took it. <laughs> right. Hey, you know what people really want to see? That exact same scene from Shaun of the Dead, but done heaps worse. That's what people really want. If we could do that exact same scene, but worse, that'll really lift this movie. Now I'm really glad I didn't see it. Whoa. Did you... Oh, they're vacuuming upstairs. No, no, that's the zombies. Oh, shit. As soon as you make you fun of what? zombies, they come after you. Uh, I can handle it here. Yeah. I'm ready. Um, that was a, a terrible terrible film it was oh uh, yeah you didn't say it no I, I saw it and I went that looks like a terrible terrible film yeah I um, I went and saw it during the Melbourne Comedy Festival yeah and it's rare I was with another person yeah and they wanted to leave really? and I was happy to leave really yeah. a double walkout I, d- I don't because that's I a hard thing to do leave. because when you're in a theatre with somebody and you're watching a film that's bad right you are thinking to yourself okay I don't like this but do I want to ruin it for the person next to me because they might actually be enjoying it. Right. And so you kind of have to approach that. Co- it's like it's like asking someone if they want to have a three-way. Right. It's that awkward. You've got to let it happen. <laughs> Much like a three-way. You yes. can't force it. Yes. You, you've got to let it happen. Yeah. And this one happened organically. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty aware that the person I was with um, wasn't gut- enjoying the were movie. Were guttural noises? Like, ugh. Uh, no, it's fair to say that they were giving a director's commentary. <laughs> That was much funnier than the movie we were all watching. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. To the point where I think other people in the cinema were trying to sit closer to us because they thought, well, at least we might be entertained <laughs> by this commentary rather than this terrible, terrible movie. It doesn't always happen because when I was in The Postman, I went and saw The Postman with 
Pat Oswalt and Greg Proops. Yep. And someone behind us screamed at us because we were, you know, halfway through, we were just mocking it openly, and someone got really mad. Uh, we went and saw so. the uh, Crocodile Dundee uh, in LA, the third oh, in the, yeah. co- the, the much-awaited yeah. uh, <laughs> final chapter, <laughs> Crocodile Dundee yeah. Rises. Yep. Um, we went and saw that in Melbourne with a bunch of comedians in the gold-class cinemas, oh, you know, the yeah. one where there's just 24 seats yeah. or the big seats. So we hired out the entire thing and oh. a bunch of stand-up comedians went to see Amazing. Crocodile Dundee. Wow, here's the thing. Uh-oh. We thought we hired out. <laughs> what we hired out was every seat in that cinema apart from two people on a date. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So Ross Noble had arranged the whole thing and he'd hired the whole, and he thought he'd hired the whole thing. And yeah. it turned out it was just all us comedians and, and these two people on a date. And at the start, oh. I think they were a bit upset because there was, you know, quips flying around the yeah. room, as you can imagine. Yeah. But then... Um, at the end of the movie, there's this moment where Paul Hogan like looks towards the screen and he says, uh, well, I guess there'll never be another Crocodile Dundee or something along those yeah. like things. And it's right to camera. Yeah. And without even talking, like every, all the comedians in the room just stood and applauded. <laughs> but my favorite moment of that, because it was a real like Spartacus moment, yeah. all the comedians went up and then eventually the couple who were on the date stood and applauded. <laughs> That's amazing. So, um, if you uh, were in a situation in Australia where uh-huh. you had to warm bodies slash Shaun of the Dead style fit in, yeah, I would say that you know, brown eye, brown eye, just drop like, it and do it. If you're in a situation, say for example, where you're in a country where they don't like Americans, yeah, say you end up in like Paris, uh-huh. and you know you're stuck in a wait, situation. Wait, they don't like Americans in Paris. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> You guys haven't got the. You, you can you just say. The on that? Say there's a place where they don't like Americans. Say like anywhere everywhere. But <laughs> <laughs> everywhere but America. Yeah. So you're in everywhere but America. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you don't want to be. A, I would drop the brown eye. That would be your perfect time okay. for brown eye, and people would be like, maybe oh. follow it up with a pull my finger, and what people if, would be like, you're Australian. So fine. what if what if I'm on a plane that gets hired? <laughs> And everyone hides their passport. You know, they take all the passports, they right. hide them, so no one knows who. And, I, and I'm like, I'm Australian. Australian. That's what you want. Because you're not so, really going So gonna- it, when the guy come, walks down the aisle and goes, where are you from? And yeah. I go, uh, and I just stand up and I just pull my pants down and show my brown yeah. eye and go, Yeah, I, mate. I, no, I, I, I'll give it an Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> it's just, give it a little Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Brown eye him. He will give you the traditional oi, oi, oi response and you'll be fine. Okay. Sweet as shit. Right. It's like a secret handshake. I feel like I'm getting survival tips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know this shit when yeah. you're the most traveled people in the world. Yeah, no, it's, it's traveling's hard as it is. Right. Well, that, it is interesting to me uh, about that though, because I, I flippantly use that all the time, but it is true that Australians are the most traveled nation in the world. We I travel- also thought it was Germans. Right. Well, I think that, yeah, Ger- Germans sometimes travel in their countries against their will. It might be are you talking about the war? No. <laughs> You're talking about the war, right? No, I think it might be because Germans are just louder, so right. I always think there's more of them. Well, I, I, I mean, Australians have to travel. That's the basically the thing is there's no way to get out of our country right, you can't, yeah. other than to yeah. have a passport. Right. So we have more passports than per head of cap- per capita of any and, country in the world. And it's an island. It's not like you can jump across a border so when you travel you're no. probably like well, let's make a thing out of this sometimes you have to get on a plane or a boat to get to other parts of Australia <laughs> 
Some of them are not attached. Tasmania. Right, Tasmania. Yeah. yeah. By the way, you're going to the Tasmania of America, Alaska. Right. I, is that what it is? That's what it's I, the Tasmania. I think it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the, it seems like it from everything I've heard about Tasmania. Right. Luke McGregor's from Alaska. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's my point. Right. I am. Uh, I, I'm quite looking forward to going to um, uh, Alaska now. I did an interview the other morning with Alaskan Breakfast Radio. Oh. Yes. How was that? For, well, it was about 20 minutes long, and there was a point in it where I'm like, like, why are you this interested in me? And then there they, was. And then there was a point where near the end where they kind of revealed why they were because so, like they played clips from my stand up, yeah. they talked up everything that I'd done. Uh-huh. You know, it was one, of, and it was also one of those beautiful things where um, they really did that thing of going. Um, uh, they had a beautiful thing of going like they were clearly just they'd got all these notes off the internet and stuff. Yeah. And so at the end, when he's giving me a big rev up, he's just started listing things, but clearly hasn't kind of read ahead on the list of like, oh yeah yeah what yeah what he's yeah. doing. That's so he's awesome. just like, you're really going to want to see this guy. He's like, he hosts a hit show called The Gruen Transfer. He had another show called The Glass House. He's been involved in this. Look, he's an ambassador for Arthritis Australia. <laughs> yeah, that'll get people along. That's that was the one that needed to. You've seen him in the brown eye situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but apparently, uh, yeah, they're excited because you're going there. That's literally. Yeah, why I don't think excited. they get a lot up there. It's not no. like it's not like people are like, oh, I gotta go to Alaska to perform. I think it's, you know, you're a big name to yeah. go up there. Yeah, and and I think that they also are like, well, when in the same way as I'm like, well, I'm never going to go to Alaska other than on this trip. Right. They're like, well, we're now going to Australia. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Uh, we're not leaving Alaska. Yeah, they don't seem to. They don't seem get to out. get out of there. No, they, I mean they, they might go down to Canada or Seattle, but they. I think it's hard to get. You know, it's hard to get out of there. Right. You might be there for a while, a couple of months. <laughs> if the plane breaks down, if the, something happens to the propeller, forget about it. Right. You're stuck there. And then my life will be essentially. I'll be like a comedian's version of Northern Exposure. Yes, that's my Louis show. That's my Louis oh, style yeah, show. Perfect. I get I get trapped in Alaska. In Alaska, yeah. I have to set up. Uh, like a local comedy club because <laughs> it's the only skill I have it's not like I can become an ice road trucker or like hunt moose or whatever I don't really know what happens you should Alaska, you but. should uh, so it's called I think it's called the bush there or do you call it the bush we call it the bush what the fuck is it called there the wilderness oh, no, I don't think it's the wilderness they have a name for it but they you know they have like so they You're talking guys, about trees, right? Well, they have guys that get in. Not vaginas. No, I'm not right. talking about vaginas. Yeah, That's cool. we're gonna get there, right. though. No, but they have. I imagine there would be some bush in Alaska. I feel like that's a place. There's where, a lot of bros. I feel like yeah, right. It's Broland. Yeah, it's a it's a place where they sh- they ship in women. What do you mean? Like you go, you can find articles about it online, but I, I just read one a couple months ago about just like so. There's women who aren't finding a guy in the normal states. And then they will. There's like an organized trip of women to go up there, and and then they see if they can meet a guy. Oh right! In Australia, that's a TV show called The Farmer Wants a Wife. Oh really? That's, really? Okay. So, so they happens. have farmers that like can't find women in the country. Right. And so a bunch of city chicks go down, and we made that into a television show. Oh, you did. Yeah. It's like ten. I think it's like ten men to a woman or something. Like it's some crazy, insane ratio. Right. There. I mean, in uh, Fairbanks is going to be different. It's still it's a bit of a city, but I think that you get out there, and it's just a lot of dudes. Right. Uh, no. So the so they get on planes. <laughs> yeah, if I get up to those parts, they're like, "I'm here for the comedy." Uh, they're like, "You may have misunderstood." No, you're not. No, you're not. Because <laughs> you're pretty. <laughs> I saw your brown eye on a TV show and uh, got myself very interested in that. You want to see my salmon? That's a lot of how the conversation goes. <laughs> 
so uh, so they they have guys that fly planes like little tiny planes and yeah. just take take supplies out all right. over Alaska. Yeah. So that if I was going to Alaska, I would want to get on one of those planes and just fly around and see what it was like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do that. You should. I don't think that I should. Well, you might end up being like a gentleman's lady for a while in some crazy cabin. <laughs> And then you have a bit. Uh, I mean, that's a bit. You have a new 20. If I can't, that's at least 20. If I can't get 20 <laughs> out of being taken as an Alaskan's wife, then I'm no good at my job. No. Have you, do you know how long, how, have you checked to see what the sunlight is like? No. Although, um, uh, I was going to do some research later today just about Alaska in general. Do you, do you guys have that down there? Sunlight? Yeah, like really, really long days. No. It's not like that. I mean, not even like here, to be honest. Oh, really? Like, because the days are a, a lot more... Because, um, yeah, for example, when you go to London in winter, yeah. it gets dark at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Like it does? It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Completely pitch dark by 3 o'clock in the That's afternoon. That's barbaric. But if you're there in the summer, it's, it's you know, light until sort of 9 or 10 o'clock at yeah. night. And in yeah. LA, it can be light until... Yeah, yeah, pretty late. It can get, no, it can go nine here during during the peak summer. It's right. still nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, never in Australia would it be really. No, I thought oh. you were. I thought you were lower down than that. I guess I'm wrong. I no, we have like I mean daylight savings. Uh, so we have daylight savings. So we have daylight yeah. savings here, right? Yeah. So during daylight savings, it will stay. You know, in the summer, like in the longest days, you might get it light until maybe eight. I guess that's it. That's it. And in the winter, though, it only really ever starts getting dark at like the latest that it ever get. The earliest, sorry, did ever get dark is like five thirty, like five thirty six on the shortest yeah you know, days. I, it has a pretty uh, the window between longest day and shortest day seems to be a lot shorter. I it? would bet at this time of year, yeah. I bet it gets dark around midnight up there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's Google my it. guess. We're gonna Google it. I love. You know what? Years ago, if we were doing this podcast in the eighties, <laughs> <laughs> into tin cans. Bits of string. Yeah, we we would have been able to Google. If we were in this uh, is, I am really Charlie number one right now because right. there's googling happening. There is googling. happening. Have you googled with any of your new new peoples? Uh, you, yeah, no, I. You I, have? Yeah, I have. Fuck. I'm but, sorry. It's not. Well, like, now I feel like I've been cheated on. Why? I don't know. Googling I wasn't was a thing the first, that you and I did. But I thought I was the googling first. Googling was a thing that Charlie and I did. I know, but then as Charlie number one, I should have been the first guy that you Googled with. It's awkward now. Right, I may have Googled with you before. Maybe you just <laughs> didn't bring it up. Maybe you just can't remember the Googling. Maybe. I, I imagine know. that we've Googled before. I tend to Google, you know, pretty quickly. <laughs> like, I'm an early Googler. You don't have to wait. You guys really, you guys did Google a lot with Charlie. Right, yeah, we Google. Well, yeah. we like to know things. Do you? Is that what it's all about? <laughs> okay, bugs. There's going to be huge bugs, by the way. It's bug season. What do you mean? You have never seen insects until you get, like, you You were in Minnesota when um, it was winter. Yeah. But if you were there in the spring, holy fuck, you have never seen mosquitoes like that. What are you talking about? They're, they're, they're enormous. Everything is just bigger. Everything is fucking bigger up there. It's crazy. They have giant mosquitoes? And the, the I'm crows, not into that. The, the crows are like, what the fuck is that thing? Like, they're just, everything's giant. It's just bigger up there. Were you just closer to stuff? <laughs> are you just no good with perspective? Like, oh, wait, I was wearing these glasses. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. No, the, the insects are definitely way larger. Way larger. Really? And are, are they body insects? Oh yeah, they're bitey insects. They're what not. Mean? They're not big and not bitey. They're they're giant mosquitoes. Are you getting mosquitoes confused with vampires? I am. Yeah, I'm talking about thirty days of, of dark or right. night. 
30, 30, 30 Days of Dark is dark. what I'm calling it now. <laughs> that could have been such a better movie. Um, so the days get really long in Alaska. I know that because I saw that documentary with Al Pacino, Insomnia. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, uh, so I know that there's Why do days. I get that one confused with the Robin Williams one where he was the photo booth guy? Uh, one, what was that one called? Uh, I bet it was called Photo Booth Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was called something like that. Wasn't it called uh, One Shot Camera Action Guy? <laughs> <laughs> if, this, if this podcast had no Google, it would be amazing. Because it would barely make sense. <laughs> it's like a caveman podcast. So, um, single photo dad. <laughs> One photo Larry. One photo Larry. And then I'll look up that. You look up the. Are you looking up the times of the. Uh, yeah, I'm, I've Googled how long is the day in Alaska, but I'm not getting as much information as I. Would have expected well, did you type in? Did you type in this time of year? Well, I don't know what, how long. What I should. What my Google keywords are. In type this. in. Type in. Uh, sunset. Sunset. Alaska. Sunset, Alaska. May. That's good. And I then, like uh, and then it's all gonna. And then it's all gonna be revealed. It will all be revealed when this yep. Google thing starts up in a minute. Is your internet really slow here in the hotel? It seems to be slow at the moment. It's hotel internet. It's free. Um, so that's the good bit about it. The bad bit about it is that it's, it's, um, oh, here we go. Sunrise and sunset for USA, Alaska. All right, here we go. That's good. Fairbanks. Good. I like it. Is it coming together? Or it's we... coming together. Oh, hang on. Fairbanks. That's the one I want, isn't it? All right. So here we go. Fairbanks coming days. So sunrise on uh, May the 6th. What's the date? The 6th, the 7th. Um, all right. So when I get there, here we go. This is good. One hour photo. One hour photo. One hour photo. Um, uh, May 8th, I'll be there then. The sun rises at 4.51 a.m., so it's pretty early in the morning for the sun oh, to come Jesus. up. Jesus. And the sunset is at 10.46. How about that? All right. And, so that's, that's, and that's not even, like, I think it doesn't even go down at, some, at a certain point in the summer. Right, it just stays it's up. Just, yeah, it's, it's just, just a, sunny all the time. Yeah, there you go. And yet probably not that hot. Uh, it will be, uh, oh, it doesn't say how hot it'll be, but, um, apparently it's still snowing when I was talking to the breakfast radio oh, guys really? the other day, they were saying it was still snowing. So, so you, so you can get a lot done. 1047, sun's going down. You're going to get up at, I guess, I mean, if you're living the life, right. you're getting up at 530. Right. Yeah. If I can sleep in, <laughs> if I can sleep in through the sun streaming through my windows. Do I'm assuming I mask. Right, well, I've got one. I stole one off the plane. That's that's how you do it there. But do you think... I, I would assume in a place like that that it's set up for... Like, you know, because it's like... Not, dark curtains. Right. And, you yeah, would, you would... They would have to or else right. people would be like, hey, it's it's uh, 3 a.m. and the yeah, sun's up. Uh, Can you uh, <laughs> get me out a little bit? <laughs> you ever guys ever heard of curtains? You guys heard of curtains? Can you not get curtains on the tiny little planes? Are you staying in a nice hotel? Because in my mind, there are no nice hotels in Fairbanks. Right. You know? It but feels in that like case, probably not. <laughs> Also, I'm touring there as a stand-up comedian. So again, probably not. Condo? Even if there is a nice place in Fairbanks, I imagine I'm not staying in that place. Do you have a no-condo rule? Oh, even with my touring, do I? Oh, I don't know. Does that mean the the performers 
Like, yeah, yeah, you gotta make sure you have a no condo rule because you don't want to ha- get someone else's jizz on you. Well, it's, they're just gross. Right. They're, it's just the the stuff that have that's happened in those condos previously. Comedians are horrible people. Right. Terrible people. And I mean, and the last thing you want to do is bring just last thing you all over the right. Exploded all over the place. I, I just imagine that you would bring some cocktail waitress back to the condo. Well, yeah, a and lot she of that. she would know where everything was in the condo. <laughs> <laughs> What if she kept a toothbrush there? Right. She's like, it's like, my toothbrush is in the cupboard. Oh, no, no. You've got to jiggle with the right hand. Like, you can't get... you got to jiggle. I would imagine your agent is taking care of that and said hotel, but... Yeah, I would imagine so. Did, Look, you, did so, you stay at a hotel when you were in Denver? Yeah, they put me up in hotels in all the places. I've okay, so because so Denver actually has a really nice place apartment that you can stay oh they do yeah so if you you didn't get put up in that then you're you're taken care of i'm I'm out of the condo circuit yeah yeah i'm like that makes me feel good because people are people are saying to me they're like you know where do you think your career's at in america and now i'll be able to say i don't have to stay in a condo so (laughs) so it's not that bad not that bad i'm not sharing mustard i feel like i've i feel like i've jumped ahead of a few condo comics you know what i'm not doing is i'm not getting into town Asking the guy to drive me to the store, getting a loaf of bread and some uh, lunch meat, and then heading to the condo. I'm not doing that. I did um, uh, notice that recently, and this is not a... Um, uh, well, I'll just tell the story. Everyone can take it yeah. however they want to take it. Okay. Uh, which is, I was playing the Vancouver Comedy Festival, uh-huh. and a bunch of the comics and I went out to lunch on the Sunday. We just had an informal, you know, just yeah. we all just went for lunch. Yeah. But it was one of those things where a lot of the guys who were playing that festival... Because I'm coming over playing festivals that are at a level of, like, you know, at the new... Like, I'm playing the them lower as Lower level, right. yeah. I'm playing them as a newer American comic right. rather than coming in as, like, you know, the, right. a, an international guest, yes. right? Vancouver haven't flown me from Australia for that festival. They've flown me from LA. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's fine. That's good. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I am doing. Uh, but I forgot when we all went out for the... Because we went to this restaurant and then guys looked at the menu and were like, uh, I can't really afford to uh-huh. eat here at this restaurant and I was yeah. like oh that's right yeah like you know yeah I can't afford to eat here right those, that's what it used to be right which yeah. is totally fair enough and yeah. I respect that of course um, at home what I would do in that situation is that we and my friends you know would go to that restaurant and I would just pay the bill right but I did not feel like that's the thing you can do with people that you don't know that well you can't really uh, be like that's interesting you know what I mean like yeah. it's not like I could go Oh, no, it's okay, I guys. I got this. I got this. I got this. I'm from Australia. Yeah. In Australia, I live in a castle in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Our money is more important than your money. Have you not seen the stock exchange? I like to just say, uh, hey, guys, I got this. I got this. I'm better than you. I'm better. Yeah. yeah. And then you wink at them one at a time. One at a time. Go around the table and wink and yeah. wink and wink. And do they know to keep eye contact? Uh, no, they to... know to be shamed and look down. Right. Yeah. It's, so do you get down in some sort of submissive position to wink at them? Because like, if they're looking well, you down... you can go low. You can go under the right. table if you need to. <laughs> if need be, you can take one eye under the right. table and just, do that one. Right. Wink yeah. up at them. Yeah. yeah. I just winked on a podcast. Right. <laughs> just so everyone's aware of what's going on yeah, here just, in the room. Just so, just so you don't think 
that Dave is like talking about winking, but he isn't actually winking. And I would also like to point out that you were I, in the bit. I tilted my head sideways and well. I winked with the wrong eye. Right. I was saying wink under the table, but I winked with the eye that would have been above the table. Right. Because that's my winking eye. Hang on. In that mime, you had one eye above the table and one yeah, below? Yeah, I, I said... That doesn't seem low enough to wink at someone I under sa- a table. I said... I'm. You've got to go right under. Table, the table can be at a decent level. It doesn't have to be a super Yeah, but you can't table. wink up at someone. Like, if you're under the table on the other side, just mm-hmm. think about this for a second okay like if the table's there like i'm assuming it's some sort of table that they're sitting on the other side of yes. right okay so if you go under that table yeah you can't wink up at someone because the the table surface no will the keep person winking the at... person was so shamed that they've gone down under the table oh right. so i'm going under the table with them <laughs> and I'm winking but i have to remember to wink with the right eye or else right. i'm just staring at them right <laughs> with one eye while winking at the people who are still above the table it's a completely different move that's a dick move that is a total dick move. Yeah, right? Have you heard about this Australian he Will Anderson guy? Up. He said he's going to pay for our bill, and right. then I went under the table because I was feeling <laughs> bad, shame. and he went under with one eye and stared, stared at, at me. me. Winked at the other guy. winked at everybody else. <laughs> I don't know how they do things in Australia. <laughs> then he dropped his, his brown on me. Is that? <laughs> he said, Aussie, 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 and then waited expectantly. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Terrible guy. When I was in uh, Portland a couple weeks ago, I was having breakfast with uh, Nick Thune and, and Ben Kronberg and some other comics, and um, it was the same sort of situation, just kind of meet up and, you know, let's, let's do that. And it's this really nice restaurant, uh, and everyone, everyone recommends it, you know? Right. And they have these giant windows, right, out front. And we're sitting there, and all of a sudden we hear this crash, crash, like just, just loud, extended something falling people motioning around like there's something happening right and we go over and we look and this i would i want to say it's like i want to say it's like a 20 foot high window has just shattered and fallen down and people there's like a table against the window right and so everyone obviously and so is jumped this, is this window part of the restaurant or is yes. it just part of the building the restaurant's in yeah, well, yeah, it's 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 the part of the building the restaurant's in. Yeah. So it's the front, so it's not, it's the it's front not, window of the building. Yeah, but it's not the window of, like, yeah. Do, uh, if you understand what I mean, like, is the restaurant there, is it part of the restaurant building you're in, or is it part of the building f- further up the building? No, no, it's part of the restaurant. It's, right. it's the restaurant window. Okay, oh, yeah, right, okay. And so it's just shattered and come apart, and it's still, like, slowly pieces are falling down, and one part stuck into a busboy. What? Yeah. Like a bit of glass in his back. Yeah, yeah, but like he got, that's what they said. They're like, yeah, one of our best boys took a piece of that. And then, and so I'm like, Jesus Christ, I go look at it. And it, it's, you look at it, you're like, well, how did no one die? Like, right. like just giant. And all that's left is this, a piece that's just like a V. Like it looks like, it looks like it's like, like a guillotine waiting to right. kill somebody. It's, and then it's just this if thing it was a, hanging It's just down. hanging there like in a movie. Yes! Where the person will fall down and then it will well, fall Well, two guys are sky. fighting underneath right. it and one guy's putting the other guy's head underneath yeah. it and looking up at it. Yeah. Yeah, it's that kind of it's thing. It's that thing. It was, it was unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Did they comp your lunch? Uh, no, they didn't. Can really? you believe that? What the fuck? I hope the people sitting at the table got comped. You'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> You'd hope the busboy gets his tips. Hey, thanks for taking that. Here's yeah. an extra 20. Just <laughs> thanks for taking one for me. Yeah. But I think it might have been the busboy's fault. Why? Oh, because yeah, the busboy some... came right. over to our table twice 
and tried to pour water and like got it all over the table. Like he was either really drunk or just really bad at his job. Right. So I imagine him banging into the window. Right. Okay. So it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he got what he deserved. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of being fired, I think they should be wounded. Right. Right. So yeah. Okay. So well, I don't have to stay in a in a, a condo. I don't think. Well, they haven't checked. I should check. I suppose. I don't think you do. If you. But if I think you, it was. I'd say it was a hotel. If you went to If you went to Denver and you didn't have to stay in their yep. place, then I think you're fine. I don't really know. I don't. I have not really done much research because I figure that like it's not much. It's not much research you can do on these sort of things other than, you know, people know where I'm going and how to identify my body. So they've yeah, got my dental get, records. Don't you get the information ahead of time? Like here's where you're staying and here's. Doesn't doesn't your agency send you all that stuff, or right. do you just not look? But I never look. <laughs> I never look. <laughs> you are definitely not an American comedian. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't. We no. learned a long time ago to be afraid to look. Yeah, right? <laughs> that, that's an interesting thing, though, because yeah. like sometimes you do not ask about the right things. Yeah, and then like, you get there and you're like, oh wait, what? Right. And they hand you a, a bed bug sack. You'll be sleeping in this. Right. What is this? It keeps the bed bugs off you. Oh, well. <laughs> At least they gave me a sack. Does the opener get a sack? Like, opener does not get a sack. Okay, well, that's fine then. I feel like I'm getting something special. <laughs> so it's, it's, as long as I'm doing better than someone else, yes. I'm fine. Yeah. Yes. No, I don't, I don't mind a bit. Of, I've, I've never been a person who... I mean, I wouldn't want to like have to... Uh, live my but you know like I live my whole life in hotels anyway yeah you're used to it so I'm kind of but now when you go to when you go to Melbourne to do the festival you get a you get an apartment right but here's the thing I get an apartment that is worse than my house why is it are you saving money or do you not want to stay in a hotel like do you um, want it to be like have like a home base sort of feel to it yeah if yeah. I'm there for a month yeah. And I normally like something that has a, like a washing machine and like, you know, right. that sort of thing if I'm there for a month. Yeah. And a separate area where I can like, you know, do other things that aren't sleeping. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, poor Celia Picola, and this won't be immediately... You mean, po- you mean podcasting. Right, podcasting, okay. yeah. mostly. But, um, uh, so, but that's the example. Like, you were on the end of the last episode that uh, Celia was on. Uh-huh. And uh, I had to invite her over this morning... To my hotel room. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. We're friends and everything. Yeah. But it's it felt like even this morning... I because You're she, a man and she's a woman and you're inviting her over to your hotel room. My hotel room. Yeah. And it's not like there's in a separate area. Like, right now, I'm right. sitting on the bed. Right. And you are sitting on the one chair in this room. Right. And the microphone is on an ironing board in a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> so, because it's a professional setup. Right. This is literally a professional podcasting setup. Exactly. <laughs> There'll probably be other podcasters who are setting up podcasts going, so what sort of ironing board was it? What sort of ironing board do you guys use? You guys use an ironing board? I heard Will Anderson uses an ironing board. It's a mini ironing board, just yep. so you know. Yeah, so but so I had to... But I was also aware of the fact that she was coming over at 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, that yeah. I've slept in this room... The night right. before. Right. Like, I, I really had to get up early to go, how long does it take to, like, air a room to make sure it feels right. like a nice experience to invite someone yeah. over into... Did you light a scented candle? Right. Well, if I had one, I would have. <laughs> I was wishing that I had a scented candle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it was like... Yeah. It was one of those things where I was kind of aware of that. So... How... What, I wonder what time is reasonable to have someone come into the room you've slept in after you've slept in it. Right. Like, I would say an hour. 
I would say at least an hour. Yeah. I feel like you've got to give at least an hour. Yeah, they just let it breathe. Let and, it breathe. Because your stupid mouth has been open for an hour, oh, sleeping all night, and that's like someone's walking into your mouth. Uh, they say the worst smell in the world, and it's a really? thing that I've uh, noticed before, uh, that I've mentioned before, but the worst smell in the world is uh, the immediate smell people get when they open the airplane door at the end of a long flight. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, because apparently what happens Maybe is, that's why dentists have the number one suicide rate right. of all the doctor people. Well, but here's the, well, bad breath is like, would definitely be part of it. Yeah. But when you're on a plane, you're essentially leaking bad smells from every part of you. Yeah. Like every part of you. There's a, I think there's a lot of farting that goes on on airplanes. Well, there is, because firstly, they serve you food and alcohol that... Yeah. Like, I mean, there's... Even people who are non-farty people are going to fart. Are going to fart on planes, and you can fart. Like they've given you fart no ingredients, one, and no one can hear it. You can just fart because it's right. a loud airplane. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're farting louder than the engine, you're farting. Too <laughs> if you fart and people start screaming, if you fart, the, if you fart and the oxygen masks fall from the roof, then that is that is well, too much. If you fart, if you fart and anyone can hear it, they usually ask if there's a doctor on the right. plane. Right. Because they're not I am. Um, but no, but they give you, like, I mean, the ingredients, like, the most of the things they will give you are alcohol, which is a thing that makes pe- yes. people gassy. And then they, the, 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 shitty food. the meals, like, yeah. and particularly they use a lot of lentils and yeah. onion and all those sort of things that are. Yep. Farty. They should things. give those and they should give a little, like, degas. Whatever. Yeah. You call it Bino. Do you have Bino there? Right. It's called Bino. Yeah. yeah. So you just need some version of that yeah. served with your meal. Yeah, you do. Right? Or else it's a stinky, farty plant, especially the, the, Australia to America flight or right. the Australia to London flight, like that's a that's that thing must smell so bad when they open it up. Right. So what you've got is no circulation. Mm-hmm. You've got farting. You've got burping. You've got uh, people having not brushed their teeth for twenty four hours. Right. And yeah, they just know, yeah, there's just and, and people taking off their shoes, t- taking off their shoes. Yeah. People are sweating. All yeah. those sort of things, right? But what happens is when we're on the plane, because that smell gradually sort of rises. We don't notice it. We get used to it. It's like it's like the old uh, putting a lobster in a in a pot of water. If right. it's boiling, they flip out. But if it's slowly getting hotter, right. that's what an airplane is. Yeah. It's, a, it's a stinky lobster situation. We are, we are the stinky lobster. <laughs> and so apparently at airlines, the thing they do as a prank to like kind of, you know, new people and stuff on the job is they always send them down to open the... No, they don't. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because apparently that smell, when it's first released, is like a John Carpenter movie. (laughs) 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 Like, is it so bad that you could throw up? Like, is it it like one of those smells? You never ever had a smell where you're like, oh, God, I'm going to throw up. Like, is it one of those? I feel like I feel like it's literally like one of those things where... They the, they open it up and the first few people are there are smiling for a second and then just drop. <laughs> <laughs> just drop. Oh no, I'm loving my first day. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Down. Yeah. Wow. Because human That's beings amazing. stink. Amazing. So you but you get used to your own smell. And well, I mean, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> but but we don't notice that we right. whatever we smell of ourselves. Yeah. Right. Like, there's no doubt that, you know, I would often smell of, like, weed and cigarettes and, you know, sure. booze or whatever. Particularly, right. you know, if I'm out and about at night or whatever. Right. And so I, I kind of... And so as a human being, you smell... just You just smell. Yeah, you smell. Right? So 
um, I had to get up and air out the room. Yeah. I didn't well, you're my... lucky because you have a sliding glass door. Yeah. Some some hotels don't really have an opening window. You just got to deal with. Oh yeah, the little whatever, or maybe the little half like open thing where you can just open it a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, tiny bit. That doesn't do anything. That doesn't help. That's just horse shit. No. And then you and then you know you're smelly, and then you're like, oh, the maid's gonna come in here, and she's gonna be like, good god, what person like went inside out here? When people go inside out, it smells really bad. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Because all the stinky bits are on the outside. Yeah, it's right. That's a... And but that means you had a good night. Right. Um, yeah, but I was I, I was a little bit worried about that. I was a little bit worried about you know. So I. So did you give it an hour? I gave it like two hours. Two hours. Wow. Yeah. So you got up at seven. Yeah, two hours, and I um, uh, used the outside. I used the hotel bathroom. Ah. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. I did essentially the version of the shed out the back of my house. <laughs> I did that with a hotel. I went downstairs to you, use the bathroom. You, I, I would consider you a professional road podcaster. Right. <laughs> like you should get some sort of award. Right. Well, most would, of you, it, would you have done that for me? Yes. So it's not a, it's not a male, female thing. Oh, no, no. I left it definitely a, a longer amount. Yeah. Plus, you've already been in my hotel room. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know. There's just one of those things where, like, you invite a girl to your hotel room. Yeah. It's... You don't want that girl going out into the girl world and saying, Jesus, Will Anderson smells horrifying. Right. Yeah. No, you don't. I mean, there was a bit of graffiti about me on a, a toilet door where they used to have comedy festival parties. Um, oh, I love For this. years. Yeah. And... Uh, Neither of the things that were in the um, uh, bit of graffiti were true, ah, right? Really? Yeah. But one of them was enough of a compliment that I was willing to overlook the fact that the other one was an insult <laughs> to not like get upset about the... Because okay. I'd hear back about it. Yeah. And this is what it said. You never saw it? Well, I it was in the girls' toilets, oh, so oh. I never saw it. Oh, but okay. you'd be at a party or whatever. So this mm-hmm. was a place that the comedy festival used to have a yearly event. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a regular place that any of us went. So right. once per year, I'd find out that that bit of graffiti We're was still, still on the door. That because someone would go to the toilet yeah, and then yeah. come back and go, Guess what? Do you know there's a... <laughs> yeah, it's good to see that one. And what it used to say was, uh, Will Anderson has a huge hairy cock. Now, wow. Now, that is really... Right. That I, I feel so torn and I don't know what to do with that. Right. So firstly, neither of those things are true. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, I was willing to put up with the hairy, which yeah. disgusts me because I would not have a hairy like the, no Who matter has what a hairy cock. No what matter what the size of my cock is, it, I would not leave it hairy. No, you would shave it no or you would go get laser or right. you'd do whatever you do. Exactly. You'd, you'd put, even though it would be horribly painful, you'd put just hair removal liquid on it or whatever something. you do. You would remove no, the hair. No, you can't have a, a, like a wolfman penis. No. No. You would comb it back or something. <laughs> you, nobody wants to have sex with Chewbacca. Oh, well, some, probably, some, some people probably do. Maybe. But not the people that I want to have sex but people, with. But people would always be waiting for you to go out because you'd be like, I'm still tweezing my cock. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... That, that bit wasn't true, but I thought the first bit was complimentary I enough that I was that. willing to yeah. keep the second it one. It sounds like it was written by a guy. I don't know. You know what? Over the years, I was trying to... Figure it out? Figure it out. Because... Like, what year did it appear? Uh, so, oh, I'm going to say about 1998. This okay. is a long time ago. This is way back. Um, and I don't... Because it's not really... 
you can't quite tell if it's like complimentary or insulting or like you know it's in a bit of a weird in between. I think it was. Well, you think it was purposefully? Like it sounds like someone who was. It's a smart thing. It's not like because it's there is a dual thing happening there. Right. So it's it's it, yeah, it's yeah. actually a smart little right. piece of graffiti. Because you're not sure. It doesn't sound like one way or the other. Right. It's a bit like um, they've, they've given you a little bit of the old uh, Fox News. <laughs> we're telling you something really terrible, but we're going to balance with something that seems plausible. Yes. So that it kind of... Yeah, it's really, yeah. Yeah. So I, so, would, I would say it's a smart lady. I don't know if it was... A, I, I don't know. It might have been another guy. I'm it sure it was a, a guy prank. that went in there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It seems like a guy, But wouldn't right? a guy say... This is, so here's what I would say. Wouldn't guy, a guy tiny say hairy tiny hair? Yeah, guy, he would, right? maybe. Unless he was really clever, like it was David O'Doherty or right. something. Unless I do have a hairy cock and I just know. <laughs> I just know it smells terrible. Maybe hairy is young people's slang. I don't know. <laughs> Man, and and so, but so that, no one goes near that place anymore? That festival so, no, we don't. Yeah, it's, um, it was, I don't even know if the same, uh, like, if, I think it might have even become a different venue, venue. since then. So I can't imagine it's still there. I've heard yeah. nothing about it still being there from anybody else. What if they completely redid the entire place, but, but they left that. that little and like put a little frame right. around it, like from when like when Bob Dylan had a sandwich at yes. the cafe. Yeah, <laughs> much like that. <laughs> it's oh yeah, oh no, it's cut out. So it's the original place. They've cut it out of the wall, and it's the only thing they've put in the new building. I like and now it. it's over the bar, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave Anthony, um, yeah. uh, let's wind this up so that we can do another one, basically. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, people can find you on the Twitters, at Dave Anthony. They can find your podcast, which is called Walking the Room. They can find your new podcast, your solo podcast, Dave's Dollop. Right? Do- I'm just calling it the Dollop The right Dollop. Now. Yeah. Oh, okay. You've taken the Dave out? Yeah. It's just the Dollop. Yeah. Right, okay. And hopefully my album, I don't know when this is coming out, my album might be out at this point. Yeah. Shame Chamber. Shame Chamber. Yeah. And people, where will people be able to get Shame Chamber when it comes out? Uh, you Everywhere? Can, you, yeah, you can go to my Tumblr page, uh, uh, Dave Anthony Comedian. Yep. Or uh, I'm going to put it up on uh, CD Baby, and then it'll be on iTunes and Amazon and all that. But it might it might take a while to get up on those places. Right. I don't know what the... I'm figuring all that out, like how long it's going to take to pop up there. Yeah. All right, so that's that's really good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know when this is coming out either, but maybe uh, I'm going to say before London. So um, if you're listening and you are listening in London, I'm doing two weeks at the Soho Theatre, um, which is my longest London run that I've done so far. So, um, you know, if you've ever thought of coming to see me, uh, this would be a good one. A bit. It's actually pretty cheap too. Like, I mean, because it's one of those things where, you know, the venue kind of books you and puts on... And I was oh, looking yeah. at the... I, this is how good I am at knowing how my career is going. Yeah. I got offered um, a set list gig while I was in London, and I had to Google the website of the place I was performing to see what nights I was playing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I will be doing a set list in Shoreditch as well, but um, it's, uh, it's cheap, and we've got some preview nights as well. I think Monday the 27th of uh, May... It's like uh, 12 quid or something like that first night or even maybe even 10 quid. So um, it would be great if you could come to that. Um, I have some other American dates coming up. I'm going to Washington and I'm, I'm going to a couple other places, but I'll give you more details. You can't just say Washington. You have to say Washington State or D.C. Yeah. or something. Yeah. Right. You need to figure out which one because you don't know which one. Right. I don't know which one. But I'm coming to anything, a Washington. I bet you anything it's D.C. Right. I'm going to say D.C. Yeah. I'm going to D.C. at some other stage <laughs> before which I will find details. <laughs> Dave Anthony, thank you. Of course.
Charlie number one signing off.